You're working with this child, and that child has nothing to do. What do you do? Here are some ideas. Welcome to the Simply Charlotte Mason podcast. I'm Sonia Schaefer. Homeschooling comes with its own unique set of blessings and challenges. One of the challenges is figuring out what one child can do while you're busy helping a different child. A homeschool is very much like a one-room schoolhouse. You're managing several children across several different grade levels with only one teacher. It's a fact of life you won't be able to be with each child all the time. Sometimes you will need to assign work to be done independently. But remember that any independent work that you assign to a child should have a purpose. And that purpose is not just to keep him busy. Don't require a child to spend his time doing busy work. Especially in a Charlotte Mason homeschool, we want to be careful that we are respecting the person as a child. So make sure that any independent work you assign will be of real benefit to the child, that it will contribute to educating the whole person. The trick is coming up with independent work that meets that criteria, especially in the younger grades when a student might not be reading or writing fluently yet. So today, I want to share 40 ideas for purposeful independent work in a Charlotte Mason homeschool. These are ideas that are taken from the programs used in Charlotte's schools. They're based on actual assignments that Charlotte mentioned or extensions of those assignments. All of them have educational value. They are not just busy work. They will help your child to grow in different aspects of learning and living. And they will encourage your child to develop and practice the techniques of self-education that Charlotte valued so highly and used so often. Now, one caveat. Your student will gain the most benefit from these assignments if the habits of obedience and full attention are in place. These suggestions assume that your child will purposefully stay on task, even without your direct supervision. And of course, you'll want to keep an eye on the time to make sure that any independent work assignment doesn't overstay its welcome. But hopefully, these suggestions will give you some ready-to-go ideas when you need to assign independent work to one child while you're working with another one. Let's start with ideas for the younger grades, about first through third grade, students who are still solidifying their reading and writing skills. And by the way, if you want a printed copy of these ideas, follow the link to the blog post. You'll find them all written out there. All right, here we go. Idea number one, listen to a portion of an audiobook. It could be professionally narrated, or if you know ahead of time that you're going to be unavailable, then you could make a recording yourself, reading that book aloud. Idea two, draw a narration, or audio record a narration using a digital voice recorder. Idea three, do word building. Give a word building challenge that fits the level of that student's reading skills. For example, you could assign a beginning reader 
to see how many words you can build with en at the end, like hen, pen, then. For your more experienced readers, you could assign more difficult word building, like think of words with a silent gh in them, or words that have at least one silent letter. So you can level this assignment up or down to fit your student. Idea 4. Prepare the next reader story. If your student's at the stage where he's reading aloud to you from a reader, assign him to look through the next story in that reader and see how much of it he can pre-read so he'll be ready to go when it comes time to read it aloud to you. If he gets stuck on a word, he can just copy it down or he could just put a sticky note on that page and ask you later. Idea 5. Copy or transcribe some favorite lines from a poem. If you have a third grader, you can also have him study the spelling of the words that he's transcribing and be prepared to write some of those words from memory. Idea 6. Play dominoes. Line up the dominoes end to end, making sure that any ends that touch have the same number of dots. It's a good way to work on visual discrimination and the skill of matching patterns. Plus, your child can be creative and decide which dominoes he wants to turn in which direction. All right, here's some ideas that can work for both younger and older students. Idea 7. Work on memorizing or reviewing a poem or Bible passage or lines from Shakespeare. If your student isn't reading yet, audio record the selection for him to listen to as he memorizes or to check as he reviews. Idea 8. Listen to a song or a story or a rhyme in the foreign language that you're learning. MasonsLivingLanguages.com is a great resource to help you find those. Idea 9. Listen to music for the term's selected composer. Idea 10. Look through pictures of the term's selected artist. You could have your child select one picture from the ones that you've already introduced, look at it, and then turn it over and try to draw its elements from memory. Now, this isn't an exercise in trying to duplicate the technique. It's just an exercise in remembering the details accurately and where they go. Idea 11. Determine a given route on a world map or a U.S. map. Choose a region that the student's familiar with and challenge him to find the best route from point A to point B. You can designate whether he's allowed to fly or he has to go by land or he has to go by sea. Idea 12. Complete a number sentence card or two. These cards contain a handful of number sentences that are related to one specific number or one specific table, like an addition table or multiplication table. They can also contain a combination of number equations from previously studied tables. If you have to step away from a math lesson for a moment, give your child a number sentence card and have him write the answers to the equations on his slate. He can use concrete objects to find the answers if he needs to. Idea 13. Sketch or paint something from the nature table. 
If you've brought some nature items indoors, your child can take some time to look closely at an object of his choice and try to draw or paint it in his nature notebook. Then a variation on that, idea 14, sketch or paint a nature object of interest from a field guide. Some nature friends don't live very close to you, so your child might like to look through a beautifully illustrated field guide sometimes. Choose a nature object that he doesn't usually get to see. By painting or drawing that object from the illustration or the photograph in the book, he will be encouraged to look at it more closely. Idea 15. Speaking of looking closely, you might assign your child to watch a nature friend quietly for a few minutes to see what habits he can observe. Those friends might be the birds on the feeder, or some ants on the sidewalk, or the new kittens in the box, something like that. Idea 16. Do a special outdoor study. Part of nature and science lessons for Charlotte's students included doing a special study. It might be dog training, flower pressing, gardening, or whatever. Time to work on that child's special study makes a good independent assignment. Idea 17. Build a model of a building from the historical period that you're studying. If you've read about a famous construction, Assign your student to build a model of it. Now you can level this assignment up or down by determining the amount of detail that should be included in that model and what materials you want the student to use. Younger students can just build with wooden blocks. Maybe older students need to create very intricate models by designing their own interlocking pieces from cardboard. Idea 18. Exercise. Assign your student to do a certain number of push-ups or sit-ups or jumping jacks or give him some heavier objects to move from one location to another. Physical strength and fitness play an important part in being healthy and able to serve others well in life. Idea 19. Practice a musical instrument. If your child takes piano lessons or violin lessons or guitar lessons or any other musical instrument, assign him to practice while you're occupied elsewhere. Idea 20. Look through interesting reference books that have good illustrations or photographs. Your child could look through field guides, science picture books, large books of animals, plants, inventions, distant lands, birds, famous architecture, Bible lands, or even an illustrated book of first aid. Idea 21. All right, Charlotte did not include this one, but I think we can use it if we're careful. Watch pre-approved educational videos. Try to select videos that contain ideas, not just dry facts. You could use videos on nature, on history, on science, famous people, fine arts, math, geography, and more. Now be sure to preview them in order to make sure that the content is appropriate for the child who will be watching. Idea 22. Tidy the school supplies area. Students at Charlotte's schools were responsible to help with the work around the property. 
And you need to teach your child to leave a place better than he found it. A related idea, idea 23, work on chores. Home skills make excellent independent work assignments. Just make sure that you're assigning a chore that the child already knows how to do so he can accomplish it successfully without needing to interrupt and ask for your help. Idea 24. Work on a handicraft project. Select a handicraft that the child has already had lessons in and is ready to work on a larger project. You can level this assignment up or down by having the child follow a pattern or challenging him to design his own pattern. Idea 25. Practice drawing in perspective. If you keep a simple guide handy, even your non-readers should be able to follow the sample drawings and learn a little bit about perspective. As an example, take a look at the little book Beginner's Guide to Perspective by Victor Perard. It's available from Dover Publications. I'll leave a link in the show notes for you. Idea 26. Practice drawing an object in the house. The student might select a piece of furniture or a household scene to draw, or have them gather three to five small objects and create a little still life picture using those. Idea 27. Have him draw a plan of one room in the house, maybe his bedroom or of your yard, or your whole property, or even all the rooms in the whole house. Younger students could draw that plan in a tray of sand. Older students could be required to draw the plan to scale. Idea 28. Create your own pictures with parquetry blocks. Most parquetry block sets come with cards that have design ideas already printed on them. Get rid of the cards. Challenge your student to create his own picture, his own design, using those geometric shapes. And here are some ideas for older students, around fourth grade and up, those who can easily read and write. Idea 29, read leisure time books. Charlotte had a list of extra books that students could read in their spare time or on weekends or during the holidays. You might do the same. Idea 30. Read school book assignments. As students gain confidence and fluency in reading for themselves, they should begin to read more and more of their school books independently. Idea 31. Write a narration or go through a previously written narration and polish it. Idea 32. Study a passage for dictation. It might be a passage from one of your students' school books or from another good literary selection. Idea 33. Have your student work on his book of mottos. Some people call this journal a commonplace book. It's basically a record of interesting quotes from the books that he's reading. Charlotte had older students transcribe two lines per week into their book of mottos, I would bet many students did more than that. Idea 34, work on his book of centuries. 
an older student might make sure that he's current on making entries in his Book of Centuries, recording pertinent historical people and events in their respective centuries. He might also look over a century that he's already studied and write a short description of those years as a whole. Idea 35. Review Latin words and conjugations. If your child's studying Latin, you might assign a few minutes to look over the vocabulary that he's learning. Idea 36. The same thing applies to any language your child is learning. You could assign him to review any foreign language vocabulary words. Idea 37. Parse and analyze an assigned sentence. If your child has learned how to parse and analyze or diagram a sentence, pick a sentence or two out of a book and let him review those important grammar skills. Idea 38. Plan a nutritious and delicious meal. This assignment is a mixture of science, economics, and home skills. For the economics part, you could give a maximum amount of money that he's allowed to spend on that meal. Or meals. You could have him plan a whole week of lunches if you want to increase the challenge level. Idea 39. Study a portion of a world map or a regional map and create some questions for you or a younger sibling about that map. The questions should be designed to help that person look closely and notice the details. For example, how many rivers flow through our town and what are their names? What is the closest mountain range to our town? What's the closest ocean? Those types of questions. Idea 40. Read current event articles and locate any mentioned regions on a map. There you go. 40 ideas to keep your student engaged and learning even when you need to help someone else for a few minutes. With these independent work assignments, you can encourage your child to keep learning for himself. If you enjoyed this video, subscribe through iTunes, Google Play, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, or use your favorite podcast app. We don't want you to miss an episode. You can also subscribe to the audio version of this podcast or read the blog post on our website at simplycharlottemason.com. All of those links will be in the notes, along with links to the resources that I mentioned. And remember, the blog post will have all 40 ideas for you to print if you want a copy of them. Thanks for joining me. I'll see you next time.